What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, Whatever. And Never. Amen. Oh, no. I didn't say it with you. Let's say it again. <laughs> Amen. Simple. Yeah. We had to had to make it right. Also, uh, Haley and I, we got a new interface. We did. So we are about to face off baby we have our own microphones yeah because you guys might not have realized it but we were sharing one we were talking into the same microphone and covid yeah if you've ever seen the um album cover for h2o by hall and oats that that's that's what that's what that was you would be h2 and i would be the zero yeah i would be the hall i would be the oh <laughs> I like that. The- I meant H two O. Oh. Oh dear. All right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> we have a we have an important episode tonight. They're all the important, but I feel like this is this is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think the, the level I've, this is the second episode in our run Mm -hmm. that I have talked about levels of respect and the level of respect (laughs) is not where it needs to be. Not for this daddy. (laughs) Not for this daddy, daddy. Big dog. Not for this big dog. Daddy. daddy. (laughs) Big dog. Daddy. B D D. Um, yeah. I guess we should say who this episode's about. It's about Toby Keith. The whole episode is just called, should we just call this episode TK? We should just, we, no, we need, should we call it Big Dog Daddy? Oh, 100%. Yeah. All right. So this episode is called Big Dog Daddy. I, I told my sister today. I was, I've been talking with her about this episode a lot. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of feelings about this. Um, but I told her, I was like, I think that we could go down in history as the episode that has used the word daddy the most. Probably at this point. Yeah. It is our essence. We're, we're coming for you. Call her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the BDD. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So man, where do you even start with this dude? I have a place to start. Okay, let's go. Because I, um, when you said the lyrics, <laughs> when we were talking about this and you just said the lyrics to one of these songs mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. I was. Unfortunately, I'm like a lyric encyclopedia. Yeah. Takes a lot of space in my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> w- I think I was feeling the energy mm-hmm. before you even told me. I'm sure. It was like there was a storm brewing and I could just feel it. Yeah. And I've been kind of I've been kind of ruminating on Toby Keith. Uh-huh. For the past few days and something that I it kind of came to my mind was this. Toby Keith is the Guy Fieri of country music. 100%. Yes. That like he is fully the Guy Fieri of country music. If what, what is it? Uh, dives, diners, drive-ins, and, and dives. dives. Yeah, and uh, the, like even the song because he needs like a flame shirt. Um, he has flame shirts. I have seen him wear flame Toby shirts. Keith? I'm about ninety nine percent. I mean, sure I've seen a music video where he's wearing a flame like a shirt. flame shirt and some Oakleys. I'm about ninety nine percent sure. <laughs> We'll find it. Yes. I I know that it's out there. Mm-hmm. But I'm sh- I'm sure of a few different things. Okay. I'm sure that they are friends. Absolutely. Or at least acquaintances. Probably. If someone showed me an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives <laughs> where Toby Keith was along for the ride, <laughs> literally along for the ride, like in yeah, the convertible. And, yeah, where he's like staring at the camera that's like... They're like <laughs> driving, they're like... Hey, we're going to a place in, in Portland, Oregon that has the best. That always made me so uncomfortable. I'm like, what is he doing? Is there no like, oncoming traffic? Look, you are not looking at the road. You are not, sir. You you're going to kill someone. You're going to kill someone in that gorgeous red convertible. <laughs> but 
if someone showed me an episode where Toby Keith was sitting next to it him, would not be shocking. And like was just there like, hey man, just, that's the stuff right just there. Just chilling out. Chilling. <laughs> passenger seat. I would I would I would be like, "Oh yeah, I don't know why." Yeah. Because there's there's an episode with Kid Rock. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and that's as far as I'm going to take that. I feel like I went down a few levels. <laughs> <laughs> um the, but yeah, that's that if if somehow you're listening to this episode mm-hmm. and you're like, geez, I don't know who Toby Keith is. I've just told you everything you need to know. Yeah, quite possibly. Also, have you been living under a rock? Like, I am... This dude has had more number ones than I think... I mean, not as many as, like, George Strait, yeah. but it's up He's, there. He's... The, He's they're comp. I mean, they're comp. They're he. They're in the same wavelength. And the, I mean, the promotion. There's got to be a method to the madness, though. And I'm like kind of starting to put it together. I'm like thinking of all these songs, right? They're like those songs that are so easy to remember. You they're remember earworms. them? Yes, they're earworms, and I think they're very simple, like chord progressions. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets crazy. Nothing gets funky. Nothing gets weird. And so the listener oh, get just. Funky. Don't you sit there and say that things don't get funky. Okay, but but I'm saying that things like things don't get complicated. They don't get complex, uh, uh, dissonant. Yeah, you know they they just stay kind of in that. It's not going to be like a Trent Reznor situation. No, but it, it just stays in that lane. It's yeah. a lane. It's a, a brand. He stays in his oh. brand. He knows his market. He knows his audience, and he milks the shit out of Toby it Keith. even though i'm not supposed to use potty mouth this episode yeah. per Haley's mom my mom <laughs> she when, when i was when i told her i was coming over that was going over she to me, alexis's the bad girl's house she was like tell her i said hello and tell her i said no potty mouth <laughs> that's what my mom said every mom loves me though it's just a oh, thing yeah. every mom loves you even though i swear a lot well <laughs> you know my my mom she's my mom is a mom of a lot she is she's everybody's mother she's everyone's mother and she's she's just got your best interests in she heart. does she does i'm gonna try to refrain <laughs> uh, not gonna work <laughs> um especially with this episode because yeah. there are some what the fuck moments and i've got i've got one surprise for you i'm i know and you keep telling me about it and i'm not supposed to know yeah and i am ready i just (laughs) (laughs) when i it's the kind of thing where you put two and two together like isn't it totally like blow my mind or is it gonna make total sense no it's gonna blow your mind it makes no sense at all all right (laughs) It's, it's like wait that's that person that's that same person the person that did this is the person that also did that yeah i'm i mean i'm telling you i'm ready i just hope i know who you're talking about so i don't look like an asshole if if you don't if if you don't know who i'm talking about yeah i then then honey we need to get you educated (laughs) (laughs) um what what song should we start with um well i think it might be smart to start in chronological order like from year from year so that would mean a a, a great place to start like first of all when you're coming out of the gate yeah with a song like should have been a cowboy which is like my dad's favorite song it's a i will say it's a great song. It was really well written. It was. And it's very true. Like, we talked about that in the last episode, mm-hmm. which I got a lot of shit for saying that. When I said, When I said that every man deep down wants to be a cowboy, my DMs flooded with men saying that that was How not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like. All right. I was like, okay, it's like the spirit, you know, it's a, a cowboy is a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say this. If the fact that you received that many DMs <laughs> is proof that that is true. Because people wouldn't be sending you DMs if they were like, oh, that's, uh, oh, whatever. Yeah, no. They, it, like, They'd be it, like, it's struck a chord. Yeah, every, it's true. 
every man deep down <laughs> wants to be a cowboy. We stand by it. <laughs> that is something that is true. Yeah. And you know what? Even if in your head you're like, I don't want to be a fucking cowboy. It's a, it's the like the be, freedom. It's, it's the, the spirit it's of it. The okay, spirit of it. Yeah, we it's like, like. You watch that damn commercial for that Dior, per, the, that Dior cologne, the one with Johnny Depp, and he's like driving oh, Sauvage, out to the desert. Sauvage. Sauvage smells very good. I by love the way. Sauvage. I would. Well, I have worn Sauvage like as my own. Sauvage. Do you ever just think of like what Johnny Depp would smell with it on? Like, how he would smell with that on? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have thought about that. <laughs> Little Miss Jack Sparrow over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, but, back to back to yeah. Toby. But they, yeah, they, they see that freaking commercial where he's, like, ripping off his necklaces and, like, throwing it into the desert dirt and burying mm, it. Desert daddy. And they're like, every guy wants to be, deep down, wants to be a cowboy. Okay, and don't yeah, you try on the to record. T- don't you try to tell me anything different? I just love how I was attacked. I was like, okay, you know what? Simmer down. The reason why simmer att- down. The reason why you were attacked is because it is true. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> I do. I really do. Just like every probably woman wants to be a princess deep down. Yeah, and I'm gonna say that. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for it. Yeah, and you know what? Princesses don't. Yes, every woman, yes. Pampered, a spoiled, like, you know what? Respected, treated like royalty. Yeah, treated nicely. Not, you know. blowing up your Tinder. Yeah, (laughs) not someone, like, just, you know, asking you, hey, how's your day? And then five seconds later, sends you a picture of his flaccid penis. I'm sure we're going to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) But... Just sends you something, uh, sends you a picture of something that you do not want to see. Everyone just love everyone and respect each other. Yes, we're capable of be of of, of we're capable of of being real. Okay. And all men want to be cowboys. Yes. So okay, so coming out of the gate should have been a cowboy. That great was, song. Great song. My dad loved that song. Like I said, like, everybody loved that, that was a great song. Yeah. Um, quintessential '90s jam, country mm-hmm. jam. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we could get right to it with this one. Well, yeah, because we gotta. Yeah, we. This gotta is shocking. Dive deep. So the year was 1997. 1997. Uh, this song went number two. two. This song went number two. Song went number two. Um, and then the song is called "I'm, I'm So Happy, happy I, I Can't, can't stop, stop Crying." And y'all, this song. Was written by, by Sting. Sting. By Sting. Like as in the police, as Sting. As in As in don't stand so close to me, Sting. As in every, every breath, breath you take. Which was my parents' wedding song, I'm pretty sure. What? Yes. My parents' wedding song was um, If by Bread. Oh, bread is awesome. What's that other bread song that's so good? Um, I would give it. No, 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 no. Um, uh, oh God, baby, something. Baby, I'm a want you. But baby, I want you. Baby, I'm gonna need you. you. That song is so good. I love bread. They are uh, something that I haven't actually really discussed much on this mm-hmm. podcast the country podcast yes but i am also what i consider to be a connoisseur and an expert in the world of yacht rock oh we could have a whole podcast on yacht rock yeah that's coming uh, if you think if you think it ain't <laughs> it is it is bitch um, we'll just have to find a name for it yes i could have uh, to be to be yacht, honest yacht crotch <laughs> Yacht crotch. That's something I want to have no part of. <laughs> that sounds bad. That sounds really, really bad. Uh, I've I've come up with like six different names for Yacht Rock podcasts. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll use one of them. We'll use one of them. Um, okay, so yeah, this song, I'm So Happy. I can't stop. I'm There's so happy really nothing stop. else to say about it. It was written by Sting. It was Sting sings. By Sting. And he sings on it too. Well, the the song, Sting did it. He did his own thing. Mm-hmm. Toby was like, "Hey, 
I gotta get me some of that. I love Sting. I love Sting too. God, he's so hot, dude. He really is. He's aged very well. He has aged very well. Isn't his wife like a yoga yoga yogi? Both of them are. They're both yogis. You got you've gotta know. <laughs> Bend and snap <laughs> <laughs> works every time. Whoa. One of my favorite episodes of Friends mm-hmm. is an episode where they discover Phoebe discovers that Sting's child goes to school with Ben. Mm-hmm. So she's like, Ross. You know, I've like seen one episode of that show. I know. I know. I've seen every episode at least like 50 times. I just remember one time you told me you were like, people think you're a Phoebe, but you're deep down a Monica. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> People would people would meet you and like people who don't know you are like oh she's such a Phoebe but people that know you oh yeah like know deep that you are down deeply a Monica <laughs> but my exterior is that of Phoebe You're, and when you when you when you know me surfacely I think that's what it yeah. comes down to you like to put off a Phoebe front yeah I probably do because I think you're afraid that if someone sees your inner Monica <laughs> they're just gonna run away <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> This I put is the taking a turn. um I put the X in Alexis. Let me just say, <laughs> I'm just I'm a Ross. <laughs> I'm a Ross. She's a glow in the dark teeth. <laughs> I have glow in the dark teeth, and I hold a piece of bread over my teeth, and just don't want you to look. Oh man! And I'll make stupid decisions. And instead of just saying, like, hey, I did this stupid thing, mm-hmm. we'll come up with elaborate <laughs> ways of hiding that I did this stupid yes. thing. Yes, yes, this is very true. <laughs> Man, God. Okay. If you want your friends reading, just send me a DM. Yeah. <laughs> shoot, shoot Haley a DM. She'll, yeah. she'll get you straight. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So this next one, if we're going in chronological order, would be 2001. We're jumping to 2001. We're jumping to 2001. The thing that I most remember about this song was Mm -hmm. every kid I went to school with wanted to sing this song. They talked about this song. And I, my family and I frequented a pizza parlor karaoke bar mm-hmm. it was like family style karaoke bar yeah and I, I just remember my brother always singing this song yeah uh this song went number one of course it went because it's toby fucking keith yeah um and number 28 on hot 100 yeah so insanity the world the world caught knew wind of this of, song and that song is I want to talk, talk about, about me. me. I was obsessed with this song. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with this song. And I think I actually can tell, I can figure. I already know why you were obsessed with it. Because it was like a rap song. It was a, it was the first little inkling of country rap. Yeah. And it was, it was an easy way for a kid to start learning how to flow <laughs> with the beat. She even flowed. <laughs> she even flowed. Um, I it, think it. I think it's like you got to say jerk without getting in trouble too. Well, so the same year, the, so this the year that this song came out, I was in third grade. The crack right? open a crispy boy. Yeah, <laughs> don't let that soldier die, man. Diet Coke. <laughs> so, so this this song came out during it again one of another one of my most formative years was my third grade year mm-hmm. um but i actually I, I i like to kind of bend the rules a little bit when i was in third grade yeah and uh i someone was saying i think my teacher was talking about something that someone did mm-hmm. and i said that's stupid mm-hmm. and favorite story i swear <laughs> i said the word stupid mm-hmm. and what i <laughs> from like one of the corners of this tiny classroom uh-huh. you heard a, <gasps> a <laughs> like a full gasp uh-huh. and 
everyone, no one else was like responded to me saying the word stupid. I was just mm-hmm. the first one to say it. Uh-huh. And there was the gasp. <laughs> and it it came from like one of the nerdier kids. Uh-huh. The, I'm, you know, this this person would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um everyone looked at them and was kind of in like shock that they would be offended by mm-hmm. the fact that I said the the word, the word stupid. stupid. Uh-huh. And the teacher even looked at him and was like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> she said, S-T-U-P-I-D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he couldn't even say it. He had to spell it out. Does this have to do with the song? I'm, no, I'm just <laughs> saying... <laughs> I'm saying that what oh kids yes yeah you had said something about they were able to say jerk and not get in trouble okay well I can top it off well mm -hmm. I got my my mom got called by the school because I called a boy a jerk off (gasps) about third probably in third grade we were playing soccer and I was like you're a jerk off and that was the start of my troubles (laughs) when the trauma started that's when the rebellion kicked in um okay that's just not just calling someone a jerk that's no. fully calling them a jerk and off. i only said jerk off because my aunt myrna would say oh what a jerk off and i just thought oh that's norm that's that's just that's th- fine my aunt says yeah it. my aunt says it whatever um so this is the song or uh should we shag now or shag later oh i've been i was saying like such inappropriate stuff because of austin powers oh yeah yeah do i make you randy <laughs> do i make you randy i would go around and say that <laughs> and then we all did and i would go around like after i saw like superstar and like take my hands out of my armpits and like smell them aggressively we'll do that and do the mary catherine gallagher thing because i thought it was cool (laughs) not because i was you probably were cool as shit in third grade i was i had a like a i had like a bedazzled denim jacket and like my presentation for show not much has changed is that what you're saying? Yeah, not much has changed. My presentation for show and tell was a collage <laughs> that I made my sister make of pictures from the NSYNC concert that we went to in Louisville. Uh, wow. But we may find this collage and post it. On... Um, it's, no. It's gone, It's dude. gone. It's long gone. <laughs> she gone. But the thing is, this is actually the song that I have the surprise for. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, surprise yeah. me. I'm ready. Okay. So... This song mm-hmm. was originally written for Blake Shelton's first album. Right, right. Um, he recorded it. Didn't test very well with mm-hmm. him doing it. Well, did he have Austin on that record? Wasn't Austin on that record? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, his first album was executive produced was produced not executive produced mm-hmm. but just produced mm-hmm. by the writer of this song i want to talk about me it's not keith stagall no 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 just just let me take you there okay does the name bobby braddock mean anything yeah, to you it does mm-hmm. well <laughs> if you're listening to this and you don't have any connection to that name mm-hmm. i'm about to enlighten you the same man that wrote I Want to Talk About Me wrote the following songs. Here she goes. <laughs> Golden Ring by George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. D-I-V-O-R-C-E by Tammy Wynette. Mm-hmm. He Stopped Loving her today which we talk about a a lot that song by george jones that's probably one of the the greatest country songs or at least top five of of all time well it's so sad it is the epitome of a country song i always think about i'm like i think about that song a lot Mm -hmm. because it's I don't know. It's just, 
I don't think there's been a song like that besides like Whiskey Lullaby. Well, to be honest, the Whiskey Lullaby came after he stopped loving her. Today. No, no, I know, and it's, but it both kind of have it has vibe. that thing to it, like where you're like, wow, you will it not stop you. loving that person until, until you, you die. die, until you die. Yeah, that's heavy. I'm too empty for that. I well, it's just it's mind bending to me. That, that someone the who same wrote, person wrote the words, he said, I'll love you till I die. Mm-hmm. She said that you'll forget in time. Mm-hmm. Like those, those words mm-hmm. that ring eternal mm-hmm. with like reverberate through the country music world mm-hmm. until the end of time. Mm-hmm. Also wrote. About your medical you, charts and when you start. Well, no. <laughs> You, 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 you want to talk about me. He wrote, he was versatile. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a true writer. And you know what? Both of them went number one. Well, there, he knew what he was fucking doing. Yeah. So Bobby, Bobby Braddock. So what year was it written? Do we know? Was it something that was written like maybe in the sixties even? And then. I don't think so. It was pitched around. It would have, I think it, I mean, it was written for Blake Shelton. Okay. So there's no way that it could have no, been written okay. in the 60s. Okay. I'd say it was probably written in like 1995, 1996. Yeah. That would make sense. We're just doing it math with that. Yeah. But yeah, that was my su- little surprise for you. It's a beautiful surprise. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, moving on. Where are we? Okay, here we go. This man has a common thread in a lot of these songs. Well, I think we're actually, yeah. He does have a common thread in a lot of songs. Do you want to tell our listeners what that common thread is? Toby Keith's all about the daddy. He likes to be called daddy. Being the daddy. He likes to be the daddy. He wants to be called the daddy. He likes to... Let everyone know he likes to be called the daddy. And you know what? I w- in in doing my research for this episode, I was so I w- I honestly had expected Toby Keith to be someone that sang songs that other people wrote. Mm-hmm. That's just what I thought because because everything fits so perfectly into this particular box. Yeah. I thought he's got to have people writing for him. Right. He's got to have people writing for him and offering him songs. Mm. He's honestly, most of the songs that you, that you, the listener are probably most aware of with Toby Keith. He wrote at least with a partner. Yeah. But if it's a song (laughs) in which he talks about being a daddy, he is the solo (laughs) writer. He wrote it by himself. Well, the song we're talking about right now is Who's, Who's Your, your daddy? daddy? Who's Your yeah. Baby? Who's Your Buddy? Who's Your Friend? Who's the one guy that you come running to when your love life starts tumbling? <laughs> I got the money. You got the honey. <laughs> let's kind of deal. Let's make a plan. Who's Your Daddy? <laughs> Who's Your Baby? Who's Your Buddy? Who's, Who's Your, your Man? man? <laughs> the beginning of this song. And he wrote that 100%. His all, him, all by himself. Yeah, himself. The, here's what's w- another weird thing. That he's been married since 1984. Yeah. He's yeah. been married this whole time. He's been married. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Also, there's another song coming up that is uh, questionable. Yeah. For how long he's been married for. Yeah. She must be as cool as shit. She must be. She must be like a road dog, like... She's probably awesome. Well, yeah, she probably is awesome. He also has a daughter named Crystal, Mm -hmm. and they did a duet of Mockingbird. I've heard that. Mock, yeah, king, (laughs) yeah, bird, yeah. (laughs) Kind of a weird song to sing with your dad. Yeah, a little bit. Considering Mm, that that version was kind of made popular by... uh, coked out married couple right james taylor and (laughs) carly simon (laughs) um but yeah no disrespect no disrespect i love both i love both of them i love you james taylor i love you carly 
I've seen James Taylor in concert. Yeah. It was life changing. I, I'm like, I'm the you're so vain girl. I don't like that. I love that song. I just, I've, I've come more around. You walked into a party. Like you were walking onto a yacht, Mr. Yacht Rock. Here's, well, it's not Yacht Rock. (laughs) Love that song. Also to, um, what is that other song? Her slow song. Um, Nobody does it as good as you. That song is from a Bond movie. That's a great song. Mm -hmm. It was written by Carol Bayer Sager Mm -hmm. and Marvin Hamlish. Mm -hmm. I love that song. I had a, I had a period of time where I was kind of obsessed with song, like Bond Mm -hmm. songs. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked. Oh, that was one of our first conversations because, um, uh, Duran Duran's View to a Kill. Yeah. A View to a Kill. Yes. That is the most successful Bond song. Yeah. It tops Skyfall. Mm-hmm. It tops Dance Live and Let Die. Into the fire. Like fatal kiss. A broken dreams. And it's the song from the weirdest Bond film. There is a Bond girl that I get told I look like a lot. Her name was, she was Russian. I think it's in A View to Kill. No, it's not. Her name's Natalie something. It wouldn't be A View to a Kill. Okay. Because the Bond girls in A View to a Kill are just like a pretty, a pretty, but <laughs> kind of plain. It's her name. It's, it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even. matter. Because this okay. is this is not a Bond this cast. This is a Toby Keith podcast. Yes. It's not even that. Yeah. <laughs> what if we just, like, from now on, we're only talking about, about Toby, Toby Keith, Keith, and we could go on for years. We really could. Um, all right. Who's your daddy? Who's Do your you, daddy? Don't you remember that music video? I do. It was huge. That was a huge video. That um, that house uh-huh. is is right there in Green Hills. Oh, I didn't know that. Now you do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Things you don't know. You've been you you you're I've near been it. So close yet so far away. I used to pass by it every day when I worked at with you. Yeah. Mm, secret. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna say where I work. No. Um. Okay. So. I let's think it's. See. I think it's time we talk about. We talk. We we talk about it. All right. Let's do it. So after 911 mm-hmm. we're we're coming up on an anniversary mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. I'm like nine well it's we're coming up with the 19th anniversary. That's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, after 911 the country music world specifically decided to spearhead rally in the troops <laughs> well spearhead the post 9-11 music world they did and and it really all started with alan alan jackson yes when he sang where were you where were you when the world stopped turning on um it was some country award show but it was a big moment uh-huh. it was a huge moment and it was really it was kind Summer. of stunning it was yeah. stunning. It was somber, but it was, he had a lot of emotion in that performance and the whole, I feel like the whole country felt that. Yeah. Yep. Um, that is, that is an example of one type <laughs> of post 9-11 song. Mm-hmm. Then you have courtesy of, of the, the red, red white, white, and, and blue, blue in parentheses, the angry American. <laughs> I rem- That's a power move. That is a power move. That's a real big power move. He wrote it all by himself. He sure did. And um, it was very big. It was huge. And uh, it put a boot in their ass. It's the American way. <laughs> And now, like, even back then, I don't want I don't want to get 
No, let, we won't get political, I but like political. this was pretty controversial. Yes. And I, <laughs> I remember will, that. I will say this. Mm-hmm. When this came out, I was, I was, goodness, eight. Yeah. And back, even back then, I was kind of, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, that's a little misguided. That seems a little misguided, right? <laughs> B- because, um, again, this is not the, what I'm about to say is not a political statement. Right, right. We don't get political on here. No. We don't talk about politics. No, but after 9-11, something happened where the focus of who was behind this Mm -hmm. shifted to people that actually had nothing to do Mm -hmm. with specifically 9-11. Right, right. And I feel like this song was very connected with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It became like a red versus blue kind of thing. It did. And it's, I mean, it's always going to be like Mm -hmm. that. It's always been like that. But I think even more so for, like, the country world, it really put that into perspective. It did. Because I don't think people really... (sighs) I mean, there's been songs, but there hasn't been a direct, we're going to put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Yeah. Like, you know. (laughs) You know, and the thing is, you know, I... um, I just, I yeah, at that that time, I... I was like, hmm, this seems a little premature. Mm-hmm. This seems a little misguided. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know. <laughs> totally, yeah. And moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> where do we go? I think we know where we go. I think we know where we go. I think, oh, God. I feel like an idiot because... I've been over here stressing about not knowing the meaning of watermelon sugar. <laughs> Little did I know that Alexis over here. I had, similar... I had no idea what this song meant. And Haley sat down and she was like, well, we got to talk about the song about the threesome. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the Toby Keith song where clearly he's, he's being hit up by twins in a bar to have a threesome. I'm like, Wait, what? Yeah, and what I think I need to do <laughs> is just read some of these words. Read well, the and the thing verse. too is when, when we were like when we played the song and I was singing along to it, it clicked. I was like, I knew every word. I had just never put the two and two. Together. I had never put two and two together, and I think I was so young when it came out. And you just kind of like, yeah like you just know a song and you've just always have sung it. And then you're like, wow, that's what that song means. That's insane. Yeah. That's deep. I think that's, that happens to a lot of people. It happens to me all the time. Let me just read you this first. I'm ready. She said, I've seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, hello. My, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Betty Lou. Lou. We're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place. If you're up for a rodeo, I'll put a big Texas smile on your face. Can we just have like a timeout button? Uh-huh. Okay. Do you remember like, like the the uh, Bud Bud Light twins yeah. in those commercials? Twins. Right. Yes. I like uh, like playing two hand touch, drinking way too much. That was well something watching my team win and the twins, right? Yeah. Um the the what's interesting about that mm-hmm. something that you just brought up there. Mm-hmm. Um that was a kind of play. Mm-hmm. Well, not a kind of play. That was a that was a direct play off of I Love by uh Tom T. Hall. Yes, yes. So but and I'm he made a, a lot of money on that. <laughs> okay, but I'm just going to say this. Like, do we not think it's weird that that's kind of like incestual? Well, I was about to say. Because like, she's like actively saying like, let's go have me? sex with my sister. Like, no, her no, her sister is standing there with her. I know. They come and present themselves. 
And I'm just, I w- I'm really glad you brought this I'm up. I'm just saying it's incest. It's what? Well, I have a sister. Mm-hmm. I only have one sibling, and yeah. it's a sister. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine any world, any man that would be in front of me and be like, hey, you want to go double team this guy? That is so weird. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's like... I'm open-minded enough. I am nasty. very open-minded enough. And I have heard, I've talked to so many dudes who have had threesomes. Like it's not, it's not uncommon, but I can guarantee you any of those guys that I would talk to and would say, would you sleep with twin, twin sisters? sisters? They'd be like, fuck no, that's just wrong. And nobody talked about this. Yeah. Everyone was just like, no. oh, these crazy twins. <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> crazy girls. Yeah. No one talked No about one talked that. about them being twins and wanting to have sex. And with... twins. And I know we say, oh, no disrespect, but fuck that. Yeah, that's We're, no. All disrespect. All disrespect. Like, do that's not nasty. have sex with your fucking sister. And they could have changed it to like, and this here's my friend Betty Lou. Yeah, not my twin sister. Like, what kind of fucking fantasy, ludicrous That's, bullshit's going on in your head? I you hear people talk about twins all the time. And I I'm know. Like, I, what? But <laughs> do they picture them just like with massive tits jumping around together, not touching each like other? Two like two pairs of identical twin tits. Yeah. <laughs> Can we start a restaurant called Twin Tits? <laughs> twin Titties. Twin tits. Start a restaurant like Hooters. Call it Twin Tits. We can. No, We're gonna be millionaires. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we only hire twins. We only hire twins. Big boobs. Big boobs. But here's my here's it's my like idea. it's like a, a combination of like Hooters and the tilted kilt. Can we whenever we open at like a location in the Twin Cities? Can we mm-hmm. please call it Twin Titties? Twin Titties. It's hard to say. No, it's twin not. titty. It's hard for me to say. Twin titties. You, you're saying it perfectly. Twin, fine. twin tits. Twin titties. Twin, twin titties. T- twin titties. Twin titties. <laughs> Conway. They Twitty. do Conway Twitty covers. <laughs> That's just me. Conway Titty. Conway Titty. Or a drag show. Conway Titty. <gasps> We're on it. That is fully my drag name. Conway. Titty. Conway Titty. I'll be a drag king, and my drag is just being Conway Twitty, but with huge boobs, Conway Titty. Uh, mine would be Tanya Fucker. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> mine would be... Um, Mine would be... Wait, are you saying that you would be... Just Leanne Grimes. <laughs> Leanne Grimes? Grinds, grinds, like grinds, grinds. <laughs> okay. Or it would be, um, um, Loretta in. <laughs> I like that. That one. I'm the just. Winner. These are all off the top of my head. <laughs> Do not quote me. What about? I'm just saying. If y'all ever hear of a drag king performing anywhere in the Nashville area, named, named Conway, Conway Titty, Titty, it's Haley it's Rigsby. Me. It's me. <laughs> it's totally me. Um, Dottie Breast. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! I could probably keep going forever. I'm a real. I'm really great with words. <laughs> I'm like so great with words. I'm like really good with words. I'm like so good with words. I'm like a poet. <laughs> I'm like crying. <laughs> I think I could come up with one more. Um. Oh gosh. Um, let me think. Oh, I I have a good one. What is it? This one might get cut because it's really gross. Okay, what is it? It's applicable. To okay. This episode. Toby Queef. Shania Wang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, you could also do Shania Taint. Oh wow. I just snorted. I'm so sorry. Um, I think that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> and I'm probably, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we are with the the twin girls in a bar trying to get laid by Toby Keith, which who's been married since 1984. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Sad but true. Maybe, Man. maybe the songwriting is how he 
gets to, you know, sow his wild oats. With twin sisters? He's just writing it in a song. This is true. I think it's all for fun. I think with Toby Keith, there's like a side wink, kind of like with Shania. Everything she does has a wink to it. So you know it's like all in fun. Well, I think, I don't think. And that's a part of the appeal, too. I think that with Toby Keith, the wink is not really a side wink. I think it's just a fully a blink. (laughs) God, times I wish we did YouTube. (laughs) I because I just blinked. Blinked hard. That was the hardest blink I'm I've ever so heard. I'm so sorry. I keep snorting into this damn microphone. I just said hardest blink I've ever heard. So <laughs> it was the, the hardest blink I've ever seen. Um. All right. So, whew, gosh, we're about done. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, Toby's had a lot of moments. I feel like we need to, because we're kind of pretty close. I feel like we need to save this next song just for a whole other episode. Yeah. Because this is. Because it's deep. <laughs> this is our first two-part episode. Yeah. This is going to be our first two-part episode. Um, we're devoting a whole episode to both, to combo song and film. Yeah. I also think we need to give credit to Scotty Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't mentioned him at all. Yeah. He's written a lot of these songs. With Toby. With Toby. Um, a frequent collaborator. Yeah. And Scotty himself's an artist, yeah. too. So, um, a nice dude. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. Time. It's that time. It is that time. It is dedication, dedication time. time. Favorite part of this podcast. Yeah, I have to agree. Dude. I love this part. Um, and I also love this bar. Ooh. <laughs> um, there is a man who covered that song, I Love This Bar, by Toby Keith. Um, he, he played a huge role in my childhood, which is yeah. going to sound insane, which, but it's going to make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the records that I remember listening to on repeat because my dad loved this record was Standing Hampton by Sammy Hagar. Mm-hmm. Sammy was in Van Halen, um, but he did this after David Lee Roth, after David Lee Roth, which honestly I'm a DLR girl. Okay. I was about to be like, no, no I know David Lee Roth all day long. He yeah. is, I, I love him and I love his solo stuff too. Like yeah. gigolo. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to be like, don't you no, sit here and uh, tell uh, No, me. no, I'm like a running with the devil, Jamie's crying, e- eruption girl. Like, I love David Lee Roth. Okay, but back to who I'm dedicating this episode to. Yeah. David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Sammy Hagar. Okay. That record, if you haven't listened to Standing Hampton, mm-hmm. it is so good. But um, he did cover a Toby Keith song. Mm-hmm. He covered I Love This Bar. But um, like, uh, I'll Fall in Love Again. So good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my dedication to old Sammy Hagar. Well, that that was your dedication. <laughs> I am going to kind of bend the rules a little bit. Like we never, ever yeah. do. Well, it, there aren't really any rules with dedication. No, you we can, do whatever we want. Yeah, you can. Do you like how I refrain? I did not say fucking want. <laughs> um, I'm trying, Miss Rigsby. <laughs> um, I am dedicating this episode to my sister mm-hmm. because I, you know, I always talk to my sister about these episodes as they're coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say her name. Just so, you know, for for privacy reasons. She's a big deal. She's a very big deal. Very big deal. Um, she also likes her privacy. Yeah, and um, her privacy is a big deal. Yes. Um, I always talk to her <laughs> about these episodes as they're coming up. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's always very involved because she's really... <clears throat> the. You guys both grew up around it. Like, it's in your blood. You know yeah. it. Like, Well, but... Kind of on top of that, though, my my sister is eleven years older than me, mm-hmm. and we we have a what I what I realized actually fairly young, mm-hmm. a very rare sibling relationship. You where do. We are extremely close. You like each other. You want to be around each other. She takes excellent care of you. As mm-hmm. far as like, she's yeah, she's the best. Yeah. 
um i love your sister yes everybody loves my mm-hmm. sister um i when i talked to her about this episode she <laughs> took it and ran she laid it down laid it down talked like s- we use this app Marco Polo mm-hmm. and she sent me this like maybe like five minute long Marco Polo just playing different Toby Keith with her songs. picture in the background. Yeah. Just like just like different Toby Keith songs. She was like, oh, you've got to talk about this. You've got mm-hmm. to talk about this. We got to talk about me. Yeah. Got to talk about me. <laughs> um, so she doesn't know that I'm dedicating this to her. Mm-hmm. She's I don't even know if she's going to listen to it. Eh. But um my sister to my sister perfect this one is for you all right everybody that concludes our i don't even know what episode this is is eight really either eight or eight or nine we're gonna feel like idiots when we release eight last week and then come out with we don't know what episode this is i think this is episode nine um yeah it is it is nine yeah nine lives like cats eight nine Feeling fine. Yeah. Right. Um, Six, seven. <laughs> all good girls go, go to heaven. Batman reference. Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer Selena. Kyle. Kyle. Um, also, here. so um, we are doing this thing where if you shoot us a DM about what you want to hear us talk about, we're going to dedicate the whole episode to you. So that's a, that's a huge thing. It's a big deal. You want to be a part of this. You don't want to miss out. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Limited time offer. We're about to do an infomercial. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, please check us out at whatever and never amen on our Instagram. Yes. Uh, Send us a DM. Yes. Ah, and uh, we will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.